Well, fog, really the big story overnight and into early this morning. This is the classic setup that we get later in the winter when the water is quite cool, but we manage the ocean water, uh, but we manage to get some pretty warm and humid air over land. And that, to contrast in temperatures, uh, really the perfect recipe for fog and dense fog. It started rather early last night, continuing through early this morning, but it does vary in intensity or visibilities, in other words. Uh, but use some extra care because while it may not be all that dense fog where you are immediately, then once you start traveling, you can go into some areas that are still seeing some quite dense fog. It does look like the wind will pick up a little earlier in the day today and should help to mix out that fog rather swiftly mid to late morning, especially near and south of Interstate 10. It may take a little bit longer the more north you are in the listening area. Uh, but in any case, a partly cloudy, very warm afternoon. Temperatures should easily hit 80 degrees along the I-95 corridor and may very well hit the low to mid 80s around Highway 301 west and southwest of Jacksonville. And the beaches will even make a run for the low to mid-70s, but then the breaks will be put on by a sea breeze and some more sea fog that may very well develop and drop those temperatures. So pretty wide range in temperatures, in other words, by late this afternoon. And with the humidity, a widely scattered shower, a thunderstorm will pop this afternoon. We had a few heavy showers develop yesterday afternoon. And the same story this afternoon, though maybe a couple more than what we saw yesterday, but still pretty widely scattered. Less than half the area to see rain today. And then uh, tomorrow, we start that pattern change uh, that we've been talking about where the front starts to come back our way and doesn't move very much, but it keeps disturbances keep moving along that front. And boy, it looks wet. It really comes down to timing it and just exactly how much rain. But there's the threat for two to four inches of rain locally more from Saturday through Monday. Uh, there may be some spots that even pick up more. And now, uh, remarkably enough, considering how dry it was uh, after the heavy rain last Saturday night, and then some spots, they got the very heavy rain on Tuesday. Tuesday. Now we're relatively saturated in some neighborhoods, so we may have a flood threat over the weekend into early next week. Temperatures will stay generally above average, but start to, to come down some. Mid to upper 70s tomorrow, still pretty warm for your Friday. Around 70 Saturday, Valentine's Day will likely be rather cool in the 60s for Sunday. And then on Monday, near 70 degrees, but that rain continues. And all indications are another pretty strong system rose through the area Tuesday and Tuesday night with another round of showers and thunderstorms and maybe even some some severe weather. In fact, there is the chance for a strong or isolated severe storm over the weekend. It would not likely be widespread. It seems the higher threat will be with the heavy rainfall. So if you have outdoor plans uh, tomorrow through the weekend, uh, maybe a plan B or just be prepared to, to have some wet periods in there. Uh, as we look ahead then on Sunday, of course, I mentioned it's Valentine's Day, so on and off rain. But it's also, of course, the Daytona 500. Now, there are races each day leading up to the Daytona 500, and Daytona looks to be rather wet Saturday and Sunday as well, uh, but uh, Sunday in particular. So the race, it's a 2.30 race. It's on Fox 30 Action News Jacks, but it remains to be seen just how much rain there's going to be. It could get lucky and miss the worst of the rainfall or get a window in there, but uh, we'll see. The average high and low temperature is 71 and 50 degrees, respectively, in Daytona this time of year. Uh, the coldest race on record, 1967 in the 40s. There have been two Monday finishes in 2012 and 2020. Uh, the race was shortened in 1965, 1966, 2003, the shortest one, 109 laps, and then also in 2009. In 2014, some of you might remember there was a tornado warning in effect in the afternoon. The grandstands were evacuated for a while. 
and there was a six-hour, 22-minute rain and storm delay before that race could get underway. I've put in all those stats in the Burrish blog, or I've also posted about the wintertime temperatures and the nighttime skies over the next few weeks. Check it out, the Burrish blog, WOKV.com and ActionNewsJax.com. Sorry weather all the time. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jax First Alert Weather Center for 104.5 WOKV.